Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. I'm Mark Haynes. And I'm Julia Rayside. And over the next four months, we'll be taking you through the highs and lows of Strictly Come Dancing. All the winners. The losers. The huge name stars and the other ones. The inevitable relationship traumas. The gags. The pitiful gags. The awful, awful gags. The wonderful outfits. The complex structure of bets that could leave you better off by one million pounds. And everything that happens both on and off the dance floor. It's the curse of Strictly. Keep listening, subscribing, telling your friends and dancing. Appalling. It's absolutely awful. Hello and welcome to The Curse of Strictly and thank you for putting us in the top ten. We're officially a top ten podcast. Well done, us. Embarrassing. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> Sorry, should I not have mentioned that, Mark? Oh, well, you've done it now, so oh, we, no. we can't really go out and uh, edit it. Made us sound like a couple of big heads. <laughs> it's very much, I think, Strictly is doing the heavy lifting. Do you think so? I you think, think it's so. it's fairly popular still. <laughs> yes, yeah, it no, is. I, I agree with you. We've just had the, the opening show on this, this yeah. weekend, the first sort of active competition where we've it, got to see the runners and the riders. It's still going on now, Mark. It is. It is. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> it was a long watch. It was two over two hours. Yes. That's a long time. I mean, to keep the energy up, it is a long time. I found that when they had those little bits where they showed you the dancers who were still to come. Oh, God. You'd go, God, there's 15 of them. You know, I've forgotten Annika Rice. Oh, and I'd forgotten Dev. And I'd forgotten. And it yes. was just, in a weird way, those little bits that sort of went, look what's coming up. Yeah. It just filled me with terror. I think so. It makes you it makes you all too aware of what's yet still to come. And yeah, no, I think it's better that they just rushed through it. But um, I really felt for Emma Barton, who was on last. Yeah. Who had a giant to do so like the most energetic dance and she had to try and keep excited for two and a half hours they made her before this like energetic dance they would have made her just stand up <laughs> for two hours 20 i couldn't do 20 uh-uh. i find it difficult to walk to the studio <laughs> the idea of two hours 20 going i've got to remember it all got to remember everyone shouting and everyone celebrating when they finish their dance and just all tense from nerves and oh, things you'd be a wreck appalling wreck. so she did very well i thought yeah she did um it was it was a, a good show for what it was i mean i mean the actual stand of the dancing for a week one was just insane. It was far too high. Really was. We have to say that some people have left themselves with nowhere to go. And I know there's been a lot of talk about um, Kelvin. I keep wanting to call him Kelvin McKenzie, which is just <laughs> off-putting. It's not the newspaper guy. But uh, the guy from Emmerdale, who is just brilliant. He's so good. He did his um, uh, cha-cha, was it a cha-cha? Yes, he did, no, yeah. samba. He did a samba Samba, story. that's right. Sorry. Um, and his hips are just... I just, I mean, I've, I have watched that dance a few times, yeah. I will confess, maybe more more times than I needed to. <laughs> but he, he pulled this Latin first dance out of the bag, just the fluidity of his movement. It was insane. He shouldn't have been that good this early. He got no. eights across the board. And it is, I mean, 
he's and he's clearly a very humble, nice guy. He's really likable. He's got arguably the nicest dancer. Ot is his partner. But where have they got to go now? That's he's going to have to get severely worse next week and then climb out of that hole. <laughs> did you see the little cut they did to Jamie Lang yes. watching? Sick as a dog. Absolutely. I've never seen anyone on television look no. so bilious. He looked. He looked really like he just smelt something horrible. And his girlfriend sitting next to him. I watch Made in Chelsea, so I know who she is. Uh, she's called Hubs. She's called Hubs. She barely opens her mouth when she speaks. She looked like she'd swallowed a wasp. <laughs> it was they, delightful. They had a bit that I loved, and it involved the two of them. So Jamie and Hubs. 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 Uh, um, uh, she's they, a model. They do that funny thing where they get Tess to talk to someone in the audience. Oh, yes, it's a bad idea. And they just basically go, whoever they're with, shove up, because Tess is going to be sitting down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I was quite aware when they did the first bit where they talked to Jamie. I thought that must be his girlfriend, yeah. because she's really sitting there, and it's her chair, and Tess has just <laughs> sat down, and she's separated from the person who sort of justifies her being there. Yeah. It looks so awkward It always and looks awkward. And I've sat in those chairs, like maybe sort of two rows back, because when they deem you're not wearing enough makeup, they move you back a bit. Because <laughs> they do, they tell you, like, no jeans, like, dress up, because they want you to try and look, you know, part of the show. Mm. And um, you're so crammed in, so God knows who would fallen off the end of that row in order to accommodate <laughs> Tess's admittedly very small bottom. It's just, it's very, very uncomfortable. It and is a funny anyway. thing on a, on a major show where they've never quite got that interviewing of the public no, organised. No, they shouldn't do it. Just, just the shuffle up, shuffle up is not it's bad. Telling. Also, just don't break the fourth wall like that. The magic they create on the dance floor, it's all very... It's in such a small studio as well when you're actually in there. It, they have to keep it there when they when they turn the camera outwards. When you when someone in the audience even does something slightly distracting, it just ruins mm, everything. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, one of the things I love the most is when they cut to people in the audience, <laughs> and they never sort of like make it clear whether they're parents or just that's right local fans they're just invested. Yeah, in I, some way. I yeah. love doing that thing where you, where they they pick two people and you go mum and dad, and then it cuts to another couple and you go. Mm. <laughs> M- Mum and dad? <laughs> Not sure. Don't know. And they always, they're obviously, there must be monitors, I guess, and they're they're always looking up at themselves on the monitor, going, "We're, we're on TV. We're on TV." Like, that never makes good TV. That just no. looks amateurish, and it spoils everything. It really does. Some of the things that they do again, which stop it feeling like a a, a really big A list show. The BBC are very nervous about going, this is the peak television show that we have. Yes, about being too glitzy. Yeah. They like a little bit of, um, I don't know, yes, a bit of casual, we're not taking this too seriously. Yeah. That has to come into it too. Which I think is slightly a mistake. I think they should go a little bit more serious about it. Do you think so? I really do. I I know people like the campness, but I just think that there's something about not necessarily what's happening with the judges and on the dance floor, but I think the overall thing, they should be going, and this is also part of like not celebrating their history, yeah, yeah, they yeah. should be sort of prouder of it. There was a <laughs> the opening bit that they did. They had a little filmed VT, yeah, and it was sort of fake rolling news, as if news the <laughs> the new lineup for Strictly has come out. You yeah, know, new star signed montage, and they showed two guys who were probably about 18, 19 <laughs> in King's Cross. One of them looked like Ed Sheeran. And they were looking at their phones to get the updates. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I really sort of thought, don't lie to us. This is, <laughs> there's no 18-year-old boys 
just going, you know, mate, that is a sick beat. Uh, stop, though. Stop, though. I need to find out who Emma Barton is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, they were, they were trying to make the announcement of the partners, uh, who they, you know, who they were dancing it, with. It also ended news. with the whole cast. They did a sort of countdown where it ended with all of the cast uh, taking a selfie of themselves before they ran on. And that, again, is, is a real sort of 65-year-old Marmaduke hussy <laughs> saying, you know, I was thinking it could end with a, with a slaffy. Um, slaffy. It's written down here. Uh, <laughs> I think that's, I think that's, I disagree. I think that that's what makes it charming, that it's still very old school, Ellie, shiny floor. When you move into the kind of the X factory, that the much more polished, much more insincere side of things, I think you lose me. I like I like to know there are human beings making this. Mm. Maybe slightly fusty, slightly older human beings, but I'm, I feel safer in their hands than I do the uh, the irresponsible young gunslingers over on ITV. I, I, I'd rather I be with these guys. I did watch the, um, is it Britain's Got Talent, the champions? Ugh, I don't know. Um, it's such a hard watch. Ugh. And it's largely because they, they, they keep on putting lots and lots of piped in applause yeah. in places where logically would not be. Yeah. They've even sort of given up not cutting to the audience, not applauding uh. when they put the applause on. I yeah, mean, yeah, you know, yeah. They'll have a load of people just sitting there with their hands in their laps <laughs> and there will be roars of laughter and sort of like champagne corks <laughs> popping. Um, but that, again, much too long a show. Yeah. But yeah, watching that, I, I, I agree with you there. I think, I think there's a certain level. I just, I like the competition element of it. Yeah. And when, it, when we don't have the competition element of it, I slightly think, you know, why am I watching two hours and 20 minutes? I know, when there's nothing at stake. That, that's the, always the difficult thing with the first episode out of the traps because everyone's just spent two weeks learning this brand new skill. They haven't the heart to kick anyone out in week one. Yeah. So there isn't really anything at stake and they try and play on, pile on the pressure with that. Oh, these scores will go through to the next one. They'll be added together in some way. But I mean, it really doesn't mean anything. This is just a short window. It's just a, you, you're mm. leafing through a catalogue effectively. And yes, the energy can dip sometimes. But I think overall, I mean, they... Maybe that's why there's such a large number of dancers now. So such a high proportion of them are better than they need to be at yeah, this stage. Yeah, entirely. And weirdly, that makes for a bad first show. Yeah, it Because does. if everyone is decent, yeah. it, it slightly robs you of that thing of going, oh, they are they are having a nightmare yeah. or they are a good pick. Don't everyone... worry, they've got James Cracknell, so it's all right. <laughs> oh, bless him. I feel so sorry for him. Sure. He's an ironing board. Oh, he looked like if you went to some kind of weird like <laughs> waxwork museum... <laughs> <laughs> on like the Isle of Man and they had an animatronic butler that was made <laughs> like when they when they were a bit flush and it would jerk towards you very sort of slowly and ponderously uh, yeah i mean he that was, was he was the the only really legitimately absolutely 100% terrible performer. He was a that. stinker. There was no trace of talent uh, for, for this at all in there. He was the word stiff with a face. Really was, yeah. <laughs> and the, the that dance choice as well, a tango for that, that's just not fair. No, no. But, he, was, he was stooped over his partner who is Luba. Yeah. And he was really sort of... he. You, what you could see really was he was desperately trying to remember everything. Yeah. And, in his, and in, absolutely to his credit, he didn't put a foot wrong no, no, just it, it's just. No I mean, I mean he just it. no, and he and his body shape. He was sort of looming over her. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. like a vampire on a peasant. <laughs> if that had been like Halloween week, to I put a spell on you, <laughs> uh, and he was in all the makeup, maybe that would have taken away some of the. You know, you wouldn't have noticed quite so much how bad he was. But he just sucked. Yeah, and I put money on him. You're going to lose this week, I'm, my friend, because I bet on him to be the first to go out. You did. You got great odds as well. I think so. so you put on twenty quid. I might get about two hundred quid back. I, I, it's Yay. a. Star- Astonishingly high, but I will say this. Mm. 
the fact he was that bad yeah. can work in his favour. No, no, he because, can't get that much better because in a Because if you're right on the bottom, yeah. people are more likely to ring in and vote for you I suppose than so. if you're number three off the bottom. I know, that's true, that's true. I mean, the, the, the lower ranks of the leaderboard um, this week, I think Chris Ramsey, who I didn't think was bad, and no. he had rhythm, and he's de- for me, he's the journey. He's the one that's got a lot of potential because he could stay in time. Yeah. So all he has to do now is be like madly drilled by Karen's his partner right she's yeah. amazing yeah. she's going to get some good stuff out of him so I don't think he's going to go if he's given a chance but he is one off the bottom at the moment yes yeah. so, which is a bit of a dicey he place to be 13 and I think he, he, he went on second and I don't yeah. think they'd quite got the level no. of the scores they were giving the scores were all over the place they I were mean, all they, over they had the no reflection as to as to really how good each dance had been no exactly but it's them finding their feet as they're doing it oh it's true there's also one really annoying moment I can't remember which dancer it was for but where Shirley was so busy laughing that she forgot to get her paddle out and then she marked whoever it was down quite significantly I thought with, with a big smile on her face like <laughs> come on now let's respect the effort these people have put in I, I had a little look because after um, uh, James Cracknell yeah um, Cracknell scored 11 yeah and I thought that is a low it's score it's poor it's not the lowest in Strictly History yeah the lowest was Quentin Wilson oh, uh, he got 8 points and correct me if I'm wrong, he did go out in week one. He did, two, yes. Week two, yeah. Yeah, he certainly was early on. I mean, Eight I mean, points is sucky. Craig uh, dubbed him uh, Britain's worst dancer. Oh, OK. Well, at least Cracknell <laughs> hasn't got that uh, mantle just yet. No. But to make him... Da- he danced to gold, didn't he? It's like, he oh, did. Because he's an Olympian. Well, they're tying uh, them in early on, Sort of, yeah, yeah. They sort of are loosely. Yeah. Um, I th- just, Chris Ramsey's mm. interesting. So Chris Ramsey... So Cracknell gets 11. Yeah. He gets a two, a three, a three, and a three yeah. for doing a tango. Now, Chris Ramsey... He gets 13. Only two Only more Only two points. points more and he was way better. He was. He had a funny sort of... He looked weird. And <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't mean that in a horrible way. He was wearing a sort of floral shirt. Yeah, That was yeah. a little bit sort of ill-fitting and a bit big. Yeah. It looked slightly, if you go to like Luton Airport... <laughs> Quite early, at 8 a.m. You'll see those guys oh. who are wearing those box fresh shirts yeah. and they've never tried them on until they've gone to the airport. It's from the holidays? Yeah, because they're going on holiday. <laughs> right. And it just doesn't quite fit. No. So what it gave him was a sort of boxy look. And as he was moving around, it was it was like he was filled with water <laughs> and his body would slosh a I bit disagree. as he moved. It was a bit weird. He was weird. keeping up the speed. And also Karen is the most extraordinary shape, the shape she makes on the dance floor. Yeah. And she, the outfit was basically backless and kind of like this sort of cut-off jacket thing and a tiny skirt. So, you know, she was making extraordinary shapes. Next to her, it's very hard to yeah. look as impressive. Yeah. I think, I mean, his score was way off beam for me, I think. But I think, uh, genuinely, the rhythm was there. Even Craig had to admit he's got rhythm. Yeah. Those people are the ones to watch. Those people are the ones who can learn to train their bodies. If they if they do the physical work mm. to get a core, a strength and stuff, that he will, he'll go somewhere if he's given the chance, I think. He did kick off, though, and he was doing that thing where he had his <laughs> mouth open and at times his tongue was lolling out. And that is a he's massive no-no. A massive no-no. You've got, to, you've got to hide that concentration. <laughs> One of the things I really noticed with Chris Ramsey as well, and we mentioned this about, you know, like James Cracknell dancing to gold. Yeah. There are a couple of people who danced to songs that I'd never ever heard of which and is it, always really unfair because really then you can't is. remember their dance because you can't remember the song they danced and Chris to. Ramsey he danced to something I, I mean I can't even remember whether it had lyrics but it was it sounded like an advert for coconut water no, I no, no, can't no, no. tell you what That's, it was oh, you're such a dad now that was Juice by Lizzo the woman of the moment no, none that of those is, words mean well, okay, anything so Lizzo is incredible I'm going to see her in concert in November she's amazing <laughs> um, but because I'm really current and 
hip. Uh, no, but it's a, it's. Are they it's playing one of the Abbotsfield nursing homes? <laughs> yes, they. yes. I imagine it's one person, she, isn't it? She. Yes, Lizzo. She's this kind of super plus size, like love yourself, you're amazing, kind uh-huh. of awesome dudes. She broke through in this country really properly uh, to people like me anyway, because she did Glastonbury this year. Mm-hmm. And her set was a really big hit on the iPlayer and on TV. So, no, she is very, very good. I didn't recognise it. That song I did recognise. There were some I didn't know. I think that's, that's a, a thing, though, if you think about who is voting. And unlike the little package they have at the front, it's yeah. not 18 and 19-year-olds. No. It's going to be people of our generation and up. It's the people who bother to stay in to watch it rather than catching on the iPlayer. It's going to be the people who are, it's Saturday night, this is my night, I'm yeah. staying in for this. And that's quite a broad age range. But yeah, it's not It's not the 18-year-old. Yeah, my mum will go the gold thing she will have She will have heard of. of my mum's in her mid-70s. Yeah. I know that, that song. Juice Box by Lizzo. <laughs> juice Box. <laughs> Just juice. Blame it on the juice. <laughs> I think that was a disaster. Um, I did enjoy Karen Clifton being in a bra. Of course you did. Of yeah. course you did. It was lime green and very lovely and she looked beautiful. Uh, who stuck out for you? Actually, I really enjoyed, um, He was, and I think he played it well as well, Dev. So he's the guy off of Radio 1. Yeah. And he was, uh, I can't remember what he was dancing. Um, uh, Foxtrot. That's right, Foxtrot. Uh, with Diane. I really like Diane, the redhead. She's yep. awesome. Um, he got set two sevens and two eights. And I just thought there was something, he, he wasn't too good, but he was very good yeah. his posture was suspiciously brilliant and um, he just looked very natural very at ease um, I think there was um, but there's um, space for him to be a bit more showy offy yeah Motsi actually she summed it up for me I was yeah. trying to I was trying to work out what it is about that performance yeah. that was so good and she just said it's so soft and it was. Yeah. It looked... Is she a Geordie now? <laughs> <laughs> is she Matt Baker from the One Show? <laughs> it's so soft. Um, she, but he actually had such a sort of natural yeah. grace and elegance. It yeah. didn't look like he was going. Got to remember to do this. Got to no, remember to do no. that. He just had a very nice, fluid, yeah. calming. He was move. super cool. I thought he was really, really. Good. But also. Just didn't push it too far. I, th- I thought the routine was really good, actually, and sort of kept it fairly on the down low. Um, he didn't suddenly emerge as like. I mean, the, the score was very high because technically I think he was brilliant. Yeah, he got a 30, didn't There he? is room for him to now go up and down a little bit, but get better and better. He's magically brilliant in the last four weeks. I, I loved um, as yeah, well the opening he's for clever. it. So they danced to Build Me Up Buttercup, which again... Yeah. Good song to do because people recognise it. Everybody loves it. Oh, I like this one. Oh, and now they're dancing and now I'm enjoying it. Yeah. They opened it with, again, that real out of touch BBC thing where he's a DJ. So they stuck him in a booth that was like a radio booth from the 1950s. Bit cheesemongers, yeah. (laughs) And he has to go, up next, pot pickers. (laughs) (laughs) It's build me a buttercup. And then they put him on. Yeah, Um, just like he does on Radio 1. (laughs) It's Juice Box by the Lizos. (laughs) (laughs) Alex Scott kick things off yeah hard thing to do because you're in pole position that is difficult yeah and again they don't quite know what they're going to be awarding through the course of the night so she she got 21 she's pretty solid yeah i'm not finding her massively exciting yet but then she does have room to sort of get everyone's attention yeah as the potential winner of the show definitely by the time the show had ended i had forgotten all about her because it was days before when exactly on such a long show that is probably not the best thing to do to open the show because people do forget you there's an indication obviously that as a production they think she's going to be pretty good because they wouldn't have chucked her out first if they didn't think she had no, 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 no. I think she's going to last a while. The other person who, well, a few did, but the other person who really stuck out for me because he was given a quick step to do, which mm. is just impossible. And his 
feet seem to be keeping up pretty amazingly was Will. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, obviously, he's, a, he's a, a table tennis guy. They have fast feet. They move around. They know how to move around quickly. But everything about him, like they talked about his frame, everything was pretty amazing. He, he has how bloody hard his joints feet was working. in his yeah. ankles. Amazing. And yet he did that. Now, I, I thought that was, for me, it was the best answer of the yeah, night. Yeah, I agree. Because it came as a surprise. I thought he had really good charisma yeah he he sh- he sort of had a great facial work yeah he, he did. was really onto it and he was absolutely crisp with all of the sort of the beats as a sports person he was actually straight out of the traps performing rather than going i'm a sports person it's just i'm gonna get this right gonna get this right he looked like he'd sort of i don't know how you do that in two weeks he'd, he'd left behind the sort of the disciplined thing the concentration on his face and he just looked like he was uh, he was a dancer he, he totally did and i think i think there's something that that for me of course that is a pure journey this one for him to show so much Jay Word, more, can we have a bell? <laughs> for him to show that much more personality, yeah, on the dance floor than he has in all of the build-up to this. Genuinely, yeah, properly thrilling. Very. And exciting. at the end, he kissed the camera, which is a real <laughs> indication that he knew he'd absolutely smashed it. He nailed it, and he's having himself a time already. And I think that's uh, he's going to make the most out of every second of this. I think he probably has quite far to go in this. Mm. If that's how he starts, yeah. then I think his potential is huge. Yeah, I, th- I think actually, I mean. Talking of that that potential as well, back to Alex Scott, I think the real key to her victory yeah. is going to be Neil Jones, her partner. I think so too. I, he's been around for, I think, four years. He yeah. does a lot of the choreography. He's always lurking in the background. Never had a partner. Hopeful. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All of the bits that they did where he yeah. spoke, he came across so well. He was really warm. He, and yeah. he was great. And I, that came as a bit of a surprise to me. I was like, I didn't, again, a little bit like Will Bailey. You don't get an impression yeah. of how charismatic they are until they're out there. Yeah, where have they? Why have they been hiding him? Totally. I mean, it's just just he bizarre. was quite charming, wasn't he? I was waiting to see sort of how I don't know how genuinely warm he'd be because that's a huge part of this. It's a yeah. popularity contest. I think yeah, you're right. He had a really good start. You were right, by the way, about Michelle and her voguing. Boy, I did they it. upsell the voguing I for her routine. Called it. I said she was the dark horse. She was good. And honestly, her routine. Jeez. Her routine was brilliant. Really, yeah. really good. I don't know if Giovanni choreographed, but he that was a really good routine for her. It was. And Played she, she moved beautifully. Yeah, she really she, did. She had that ability. And whether it's, uh, we mentioned last time, she was a very big sort of voguer in the yeah. early 90s in the New York club scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when she would move her head, it was so sort of flick and crisp yeah. and everything that you want in dancing. Proper pro, yeah. And I think it is hard when you're in your 50s and God, a woman yeah. to be doing something where you look not just competent yeah but you look totally in control oh I she does look in charge yeah proper and actually one of the only dancers of the night that had a sexuality about it yes true it was pretty hot and you're right because she's so normally high status on tv she is a judge she get and she talked about that like i am now going to be judged and i understand what that's like mm. but she somehow maintained her status even though she's effectively the newbie now she's the the greenhorn she was fantastic yeah, and that, just clearly that, isn't going to let that slip and there's a funny thing about watching her interacting with the judges yeah because she is a absolutely international judge yeah that level they opened up i think this bit with tess doing a bit of mugging along with sort of craig or bruno yeah, one of yeah, the two yeah. and i just thought she must be watching that just yeah. going oh yeah that's exactly the sort of thing we'd have done if we'd have done rupaul's drag race a bit badly <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I, I also watched it and i thought can you imagine what she must have been like to witness in like 1991 oh my god when insane. she was absolutely at the height of her powers yeah. oh yeah. she's still got it jeez i, no, she I really liked her as well i, th- I thought the bits they showed them training she seemed so sort of sassy and on it and I just I loved her absolutely loved her I I, I can see her 
going a long way. Yeah, I think so too. Hello and welcome to the musical podcast. I'm Kiri. And I'm Jade. And I'm Dave. Dave's on keys. But we don't play that too much because otherwise we'll have to pay some people rights money. Yeah. Uh, we do a live show where comedians come and sing their favourite musical theatre songs in front of a live audience. This podcast... Is us bringing that person inside of a building. <laughs> Welcome to Just a Minute with Jade Adams. <laughs> I panicked. Enjoy! Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I mean, back down the other end of the scale, Annika, bless her. Mm. I mean, she was kind of athletic and vigorous and so full of energy, but I didn't detect bags and bags of natural, you know. No, no. She knew the moves. She was flipping adorable, though. She was. And she danced like, I don't know. It's hard to even sort of like put it into words. (laughs) I don't want this to sound rude, (laughs) but she danced sort of like a very sort of maiden aunt. At, yes. at a wedding. Where like an incredibly lithe one. Yeah, who's not been asked to dance for 40 years <laughs> and suddenly is dancing and he's enjoying it, but yeah. just didn't have the natural moves no. and, and flow. She will go a long way on being just absolutely delighted to be there. And, oh God, I hated them changing the words to Gloria, to Annika. It was just really cheesy. <laughs> oh, awful. But, um, and, and she'll go out for Blackpool. There's no question. Yeah. They, he, yeah. She just won't make it that far, but she's just... That that kind of um, upbeat Pollyanna thing will will take her a long way. I yeah, think. I think so. I, Everyone I think, loves her. Again, yeah. you can also tell from a production point of view that in the little opener they have in the credits where they show who's dancing, you know, so it'll be Annika and Kevin, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. She does a comedy one yeah. where she sort of goes, whoop. That's it. And yeah, that, yeah. Is a, that is a sign that, yeah, you're, you're going to be here, but probably not after week six. Exactly, exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm not taking this too seriously. I'm just happy to be around, you know. She, yeah. And, that, and, you know, we're, we're British. We like that. We like an underdog who's chippy and sort of... Uh, and for it but yeah she's not got the um the actual chops i don't think on the on the other side of that i, th- I think you've got the the two soap actresses yeah who they have final written all over them they kind of do don't they but not an exciting final written all over them no not yet no so you've got emma who we're i think we're dubbing the happy swan yes happy swan. she's sort of like long necked and elegant and very very smiley mm. but she i was surprised by her jive actually um i, I wrote down she has hoofers legs if that's not objectifying her too much <laughs> there's something about you know when they put them in those latin costumes yeah she has those legs that look like they were all, they were made to be on a dance she looks she's, like a and angela, angela ripping it up completely yeah. Tiller girl yeah yeah so i think she's kind of a, a sort yeah, solid banker for, if not the final, really close to the final. Yeah, and you can see Anton, he's going for this oh, series so happy. with all of his heart. He probably will get to Blackpool this year, and that's really nice. What is funny about Anton watching this, again, yeah. he jibes a bit like your mum and dad. <laughs> he's like from a different era. He is. And so he is the one who doesn't put any sensuality into yeah. the dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just very clean and very pure. Yeah. And he could be a big dancer in North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> where everyone's morals remain intact. He is no done for licentiousness. Be, yeah, no cushions on laps. <laughs> except for my mum, obviously. <laughs> They're a good pairing, I think, those two. I, I will hold my hands up and say when they put the couples together, I was like, oh, Michelle Visage, definitely going to get Anton. No question. I think they've been quite clever yes, with the pairings this year. Definitely. And Catherine Tilsley and, and Johannes. I uh, like watching him. It's okay to say that, right? Brill. Tall, he's, he's very arrogant. Very charismatic. Hugely, hugely. Cool. And the two of them, you know, these two sort of pipe cleaner people. Yeah. You know, long arms, very thin, very... And they, they did a, a fine job, really. Yeah. She was dressed a bit strangely. Yeah. Sort of... Um, she looked like she was an extra from uh, that horror film Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were trying to go with the Sonny and Cher vibe, weren't they? Because she was because yeah. it's a 60s song. They were trying to go ballroom butt hippie at the same time, which is a hard culture clash. It really was. It looked off. like a sort of like Laura Ashley campaign yes. from the mid-80s, yeah. where, where they'd sort of gone, it's all about this boho cheek. <laughs> um, Timothée advert. No, I know exactly. She was the Timothée advert of like in a spin cycle. But I did like, I thought she got some extra points for, um, do you remember when Will Young basically won Pop, pop Idol by doing an impression of his father saying, Annabelle, fetch the shotgun if you can if you can bring yourself across as a funny then suddenly the audience are going to sort of get hold of you and she was really funny talking about how you know she's training for the waltz it's a notorious for travel sickness she's like if i do throw up i'll do it really romantically and yeah. lovingly and i thought yeah no i like the cut of your jib and i think it was a very good it was almost the perfect week one performance yeah it was proficient it wasn't too razzle dazzle it wasn't trying to uh, be too good too soon but she definitely was a bit lovable and a bit sort of oh you could you, you're starting from a really good place she there. was a perfect example of how the scoring hasn't settled yet exactly 20 yes she got fives from all the judges yeah no no that didn't seem to reflect what we were watching at all not at all but Uh, actually that's good for her in terms of well mid-table sometimes girls do suffer from being mid-table and the and the the other women watching don't vote for them yeah i think women do probably predominantly make up most of the voting public on this show but i think she might be all right because um johannes is a dream isn't he the other really the the other exactly as you said there the other really low score that didn't seem to reflect the dance that had been done was emma weymouth and aliash yeah doing a Pretty good. They got 19. Yeah. And all of it was perfectly good. Yeah, I didn't I didn't sort of sense he was pushing her that far. But then again, week one, you shouldn't be. But she does seem to be naturally really... Posh people can dance. Yeah. They answered the question from last week. They can dance. <laughs> one all can. posh people can now dance. She made a, a, a big thing about saying, you know, don't listen to my title. You know, don't don't judge yeah, me. Yeah. She said, I'm just a mum in wellies. Yes. I have met loads yeah, no. of mums in wellies no. who are some of the poshest people you could ever <laughs> imagine. And they've all been awful as well. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. Uh, they did make her dance to... Um, She's a lady. Yeah. Yeah, which is, again, you know, they, week one, they do struggle to step outside of that. You know, let's do something that sounds a bit like your job or what you do. <laughs> That's true. She she really as well looked like she was having a lot of fun. She really, really and did. And that was, that was infectious. That was just, it felt really, really good. She had, yeah. she had a, she was beaming the entire way through. Again, I think she's massively going to benefit, just because of the natural prejudice of the audience. Some people might be, oh, I'm not voting for her. She's uh, up herself or whatever. Yeah, exactly Obviously, like it doesn't me. reflect who she is. Like you, the kind of, you know, the anarchist. I, the, I have to wage my to class war where and when I can. <laughs> you do, you do. But actually putting her with Ali Ash is a really smart move. I, I'm guessing it was also a height thing because he's tall and she's tall, but mm. she will, by osmosis, be much more likeable in the early weeks before we get to know her because she's with him because he clearly just thinks she's great and that's a brilliant place to start from so yeah. no, that, again another good week one performance I think I also enjoyed it when uh, Tess afterwards as she came <laughs> off Tess said the line lady 
beautiful, beautiful lady. lady. <laughs> Which like I, she's a flower seller in Covent Garden. Imagine, oh, beautiful lady. If someone came up to you and did that in the street, you just sort of go, oh, yeah, I met someone. They, they were a bit, I don't know if they were on drugs or if they just lost a bit of their mind. But they, they just said, um, lady, beautiful lady. Um, <laughs> but sometimes I have to say, this is a good place to bring this up, actually. Mm. Tess gets a lot of stick. So I love Claudia and that's just like... It's it's obvious why I would love Claudia. She's yeah. just her brain is always wearing. She talks at a million miles an hour. It's a really good use of her to put her upstairs where she has to think on her feet a lot more. Tess is mostly auto cue with a tiny bit of extemporizing. But when she does do it, apart from the old lady, beautiful lady, <laughs> she's I mean, she has to keep it bland. She has to keep it, you know, fairly sort of short. I think she's really, really good. I haven't seen her do it yet this uh, this series, but I think it'll be this weekend that we see if this is still what's happening. So in that studio, just after the second couple have been in the dance off and done their dance, she's always rushing in like she's just come in from putting a fag out. <laughs> is she going out for a cigarette? Okay, watch this weekend on Sunday at the end of the dance off. She is always out of breath and just like skidding into shot. <laughs> what is going on there? Where's she just been for the whole of that dance? Wouldn't there be a great thing if it's never been revealed? <laughs> but Tess is allergic to watching dancing. <laughs> If she sees one dance, she will die. She goes into anaphylactic shock and it's all over. So what she's doing... She has to be kept outside. Yeah, and it's it's the reason she's so often by the judges table or in the audience, because it's easy for her to just turn her back and she can remain safe (laughs) and alive. Oh God, maybe it's glitter. (laughs) No one thought to check. Let's go through the other people we've not covered yet. Um, We've got AJ and Saffron Barker who did the tango. Oh Uh, yeah, 27. Yeah, that was pretty good. She's good. But again, not not getting much from her. He's no. sort of a very uh, sweet-faced youth. He doesn't have lots of funny, funny things to add during the, the clips or the, or, the, or the little interviews. So she's kind of not really, I don't know. They There's were doing nothing... a tango. And I think whether it's because it's the first week or anything. But Are they, they doing a tango? They, they made the decision not to do one of those smouldering, oh. passionate tangos. They did a sort of That's right. millennials tango. That's right. She had a kind of like her hair up in a big high pony and she was in red. Yeah. And, but it didn't really feel like a tango. And, and millennials, they don't have sex anymore, do they? they, they Certainly they, they, not. Or drink. All, no, all, all they do is they, they sit in rooms and yep. they imagine the new smooth iPhones <laughs> that might come out. <laughs> While the world burns around them. And there was a really weird lack of chemistry yes, in that dance. Strangely, there was a bit. Maybe it's still to come. It's only two weeks in. But yes, there's because I, she's a bit of an unknown quantity. Mm. Um, I don't know. They haven't, they've put two people who seem quite similar together, which yeah. on the surface seems like a great idea. Yep. But they're not really projecting much out, are they, at the moment? Not at all. And, so and we'll see. And weirdly, the judges, and this was, I think, the fourth dance of the night. Yeah. The judges, Motsi said, that's the best dance I've seen until now. Shirley oh. said, fabulous. Yeah. It, it left me totally cold. I was yeah, really shocked too. that they were like... Well done. Yeah. Um, it also started with her, again, uh, the 55-year-old man in charge of <laughs> the little bit of business around the dances. Uh, she had a mobile phone because she's a YouTuber. Of course. Which, of course, they can't say. They say social no. media star, yeah. which dilutes, really. If you don't really know what she is, you just go, that's nebulous. Well, I suppose, but it, again, it doesn't really matter because you're, you stop listening if you're over the age of 40 anyway. That's true. Yeah. She had a phone. And she was going flip, flip, flip. And she got a dance match with AJ. Yeah. And I was yeah. thinking, the one thing that you don't really need to do 
on Strictly is essentially introduce Tinder because <laughs> Strictly is Tinder, is Tinder for female celebrities. It's skilled Tinder, it is, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You learn a skill and you probably will get your end away if you're lucky. Yeah. I, I know someone who went on Strictly. <gasps> really? And they also knew someone who went on Strictly oh. in a different year. Oh. And this person they knew had specifically gone on Strictly because their marriage wasn't very good. I've heard a story and they, like this. they wanted Mm. A, an exit. They were hoping for a little, little bit of something they fancied. They were. Yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. get anything. They didn't, did they? It was a disaster and they are still happily married. <laughs> <laughs> happily in those big old quotation Huge marks. Huge ones. Imagine that in a different font. Ooh. Like a jagged font. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a real kick in the teeth, isn't it? When you, you know, it's, it's pretty hard not to have sex on Strictly. Imagine being the one person <laughs> who went on Strictly and didn't end up yeah. copping off with a dancer. That is tough. Terrible. Tough. Um, Mike Bushell and Katya Jones. Oh my God, we have to talk of, about talking of copping off with Actually, contestants. No, we have to talk about them. One, I was surprised how easy it was to like her again after all the shenanigans. Yeah. that was a really charming. Uh, she, her, you forget how good her choreography yeah. was and is. She's really, really good. Mike Bushell for heaven's sake 53 he's lost like half a stone in two weeks yep. his feet were absolutely keeping up on mm-hmm. that routine I thought he was bloody brilliant he looked like a sunburned leprechaun right no, he like a leprechaun not. you found at the side of the he road didn't. that had been exposure it had got um <laughs> I'm furious because I put uh, my money on him to go out first. No, I thought you were going to put it on delivered. Uh, David James. I, I, I split it, Did so you, I put oh, 10 you, on okay, each. Fine. Yeah. Well, you're more for you. Well, I thought I'd covered the bases because you yeah. went first and yeah. went for James Cracknell, which, okay. were, in fairness, I wasn't going to go for him. I think you, you made a good were call mm-hmm. there. But I split it between Mike Bushell and David no, James. You fool. Bushell smashed it. Yeah, I he was, was furious. Really, really good. I, I was absolutely, I was almost in tears. He's like one up from, um, one up from Ed Ball because obviously Ed Balls went a long way because Katia did some amazing choreography. Yeah. That Gangnam style routine, which sometimes I do still watch if I'm sad and it makes me happy. <laughs> I'm not even lying. She she knows how to get the best out of one of those male yeah. celebrities. So, so maybe slightly older, middle, middle age. She knows how to showcase them. But they, this, his legs were really moving quite fast they I were. was really impressed they were it was like he's a... been working out there's there's core strength there that you that did not it was belied by his initial appearance yeah there's a very wholesome evangelical christian element to him yeah which you get a lot on the people who are on bbc breakfast we're going to call him the headmaster's son remember? not <laughs> not to bully him i think because i think that says everything you need to know about why he's so great and why he's so much fun he is because he's always had to have that stigma the whole of his like your dad's the headmaster we're going to kick your head in uh, uh, and uh, that's made him the man he is and today total credit to him him for sort of going I'm going to jump into this with both of my tiny feet and <laughs> tiny he, feet. he really has he's really like I'm going to do this to the very best of my ability yeah. that is normally an attitude that I find disgraceful and abhorrent <laughs> what pluckiness I don't like anyone doing anything well just who are you, who are you trying to impress but he, he oh, really clearly. he really really went into that yeah. and, and it was so much better than you could imagine I mean he got 22 points more than Alex Scott um, yeah, he did. He, more than he, Catherine Tilsley. the supposed favourite. Yeah. I think, again, solid week I mean, a be- very much better than average week one performance. But that's quite good week one scoring because he does have plenty of space to improve. Yeah. He could go quite far, I think. The one person, have we mentioned Kareem from CBBC? Nope. So he, 
he was good and he was I don't know I would think I was expecting more from him yeah. I thought he was strangely although he was fast and energetic and sort of charming he was quite sort of uh, staccato and stilted and a bit yeah. not a natural talking sort of about his user. energy Amy who's his dance partner yeah. um, she she's Welsh and she said he was like a bottle of pop but in her Welsh accent <laughs> yeah, it was the most Welsh thing ever <laughs> said she said bottle of pop <laughs> Like that. It was like wow! Every single one of those words is now Welsh. Um, he, he was he was like a ringer yeah. for me. He came in and it was so good. He has been the oh, bookie's favourite no, long before this started. The one thing he did do is that because they were dancing with a. There's always one routine where there's a car on stage. Always week yeah. one. There's always a car. Yeah. And he flipped over that bonnet on one hand. Yeah. And it was like it was less less of a ballroom thing, more like a a use some kind of secret street dancer because dude, that was a bit too good. And there was a couple of moments where he was up on one hand with his legs in the air yeah and it was it was gymnastic it wasn't terribly um sort of latin or ballroom but he's definitely got some kind of backflip thing going on that's clearly uh, do you know what he's going to suffer from he's going to suffer from aston merrifield syndrome oh, which yes. is buster, the... buster merrifield syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> he's in only falls and horses okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the the he has no big j word no journey no. because he's come in at such a high level yeah. that people will be just uh, like um uh, the pussycat doll ashley yes, roberts as yes, well yes. where you you go gosh yes they're clear Clearly the best. There's going to be stories about him being some kind of champion street dancer or something. People won't vote for the person who's number one every week. No, they really won't. But that's why Kelvin's in danger too, though, because Kelvin genuinely just seems to have a natural talent for it. I don't think he's trained at all. No. He's in incredible physical shape. Not that I was looking. He's got great Um, big long arms like a gibbon. He does have big long arms like a gibbon. My God, he also seems to know what to do with them. Like he didn't even have comments the judges saying, well, your arms are all over the place. Like he's in control of that body. It's pretty impressive. Uh, He, it went a bit well didn't it I mean a bit bit too well Bruno uh, did my favourite line on the whole thing where he went this hunk is on fire (laughs) I have to mention they didn't use they didn't use the Kings of Leon song that he was dancing to he was dancing something entirely different and so that was a real stock off the shelf no 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 no. it's um who is it now it's Alicia Keys this girl is on fire he's used that line before Bruno he needs to find a new line yeah well I I can understand that if you were dancing to Alicia Keys I know but when it's not it doesn't make any sense. Not a lot of what he says doesn't make sense, but he says it with such force and personality. I would love to <laughs> dance the birdie song with this bird. <laughs> why, why are you talking about the birdie song? It uh, doesn't matter. We've already moved on. <laughs> everything's at such speed. Obviously, we also have to talk about Motsi. Um, much in the way that when Darcy Bustle started and she said, in the first episode she ever did with Strictly, she said, yeah, after every comment she made. And they clearly just said, Dear God, you can't do that. You sound so posh. Yeah. I wonder how much they're going to now clamp down on Motsi's BAM! Because <laughs> her BAMs were many. I mean, they weren't obtrusive, but they were they were frequent. And I think she could maybe find a different, a different, like a power, a, a different Batman sound. It's, it's a difficult job, isn't it, when they yeah. put you on that table? Extremely. Because you're saying, get yourself over to the British public yeah. within moments. Yeah, yeah. You can't just hard. sit there and sort of go, do you know what? I thought that was a wonderful piece of work. No. You have to come in with at least six oh, catchphrases some showbiz yeah absolutely so she was doing a lot of sort <laughs> yeah. of business I she thought, was I thought she was good she had a lot to say though that wasn't just empty like yeah. sort of like air captions but no 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 I think that the bamming was was was, meant, was there was a lot of bamming yeah and she could maybe find a couple of other syllables Kelvin Fletcher, he got 32. Yeah. And again, that's not the highest oh, score ever for a week high, one. Though, really? Yeah, Who Zoe Ball high? got 35. Are you for serious? For her first week, yeah. What dance did she do? Don't know. Uh, it's Waltz. And she oh did it to God. Take It to the Limit by the Eagles. Oh, wow. Uh, so, she, I mean, I mean, it's incredible that that, yeah. that dance by Kelvin Fletcher 
is not the thing where they go, that's the best opening day no. we've ever seen. No. I mean, it's just, it was it was worryingly high for the pattern we're looking for. But mm. I think the thing that will save him again and again is that I cannot detect, like, there is no trace of please with yourself, no. smug, no. secretly good at this. Like, he just seems to have lucked out, yeah. fallen on his uh, very well-positioned feet. Uh, and uh, and you know, anything that makes Jamie Ling look like that is well, just I'm all on board for. I mean, there, there, there certainly is something about the fact that someone must have had an indication that he'd be good at this. Well, they, they audition. They do actually audition. Mm. So they see them move, obviously. And then there must be a reserve list. He must have been on some list it, it's somewhere. It's sort of amazing, though, that yeah. you see him and you go, you're going to be on the reserve. Reserves. Yeah. And he must think, well, what, what more do I have to do? I'm in the nation's biggest soap. I know. And I can really dance. Yes, I wonder. But then I guess it's all about the mix, isn't it? And if they had their soap people, they didn't want to overpopulate. And I don't know. I, who knows how the casting works? But I think it's, uh, although Jamie Lang, the, the chat is good with that guy. And mm. um, I'm so glad we get to watch this this one dance. Kelvin is one of my just favourite people to watch, really. Yeah. yeah he's Him seen, and he... Johannes. Don't know why. No reason. <laughs> do you know, he always used to fancy slightly chubby blokes. But ever since Storms, you took his top off at Glastonbury I'm like I, all I care about is abs now and big shoulders apparently you're very Sorry. shallow I know you thank be ashamed. you <laughs> well god thank god I'm not doing a Strictly podcast where that's like prerequisite let's have a quick run through the last ones uh, that we haven't talked about okay, David James uh, with Nadia they did a foxtrot yes. to three lions not as terrible as I imagined it would be. His feet were almost keeping up, but not quite. But honestly, the shapes he was making, yeah. again, the the whole thing they say about the ballroom, which is frame, he's almost there already. I don't. Um, I think he's got a potential. I don't know what his Latin's going to be like. He'll mm. look good in the costumes. I don't know if he'll be able to move his hips. They, they mentioned on the show that he's a grandfather. I know. And he, when he was dancing, so they changed his hair and it had all been pulled up in a sort of much more modern style. Yeah. And he was slightly lanky. Yeah. in a suit and it made the the spectacle look like because she is very very russian looking oh, yes. Nadia. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. looked very much like you were an oligarch's <laughs> 55th birthday and his son was dancing with his new wife it was and they were doing that to amuse the oligarch that was, it was a in weird kids, yeah. a weird sort of vibe to the whole thing it was i mean the, the, if you were nadia like do the costume people not like nadia bishkova yeah because they just put her in like a baggy england top essentially and some sort of uh, a, a split skirt she she looked a bit rubbish it did it looked like she considering she's beyond like them she's so sexy you know you know when you go to nice things and then it's two in the morning yeah. and everyone's really drunk and yeah. you go outside to have a fag and someone's like lent her a top yes, that she's yes. put on over her nice dress exactly. so that she doesn't get too cold while she's smoking a yeah. Rothmans. You it know. looked like a real afterthought there. The, the, artistically, that was a funny, funny looking dance. But no, I think as a dancer, he seems to have the, the ability to make shapes. He was, if you put him and James Cracknell next to each other, which yeah. I fear could be the dance of next week, depending on how they both do. I think it will be. There's no way that I mean, he, he just couldn't beat anyone. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I, the, James Cracknell could not beat David James, I no, don't think. No, no. He's, he's streets ahead of him. Do you see him. the size of his hands as well I know he's a goalie goalie they're, yeah. they're, they're like discuses they are absolutely <laughs> remarkable could not could not get enough of it yeah. um, he came off and he was quite charming as well he was yeah. just going, oh, my lips are so dry uh, and Tess said to him that'll be the nerves <laughs> didn't think it was the onset of avian flu <laughs> I understand what, what he means I think you're having a heart, a heart attack yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's going from that week who were your, your top and bottom? This is tricky, but obviously I'd say, I mean, Kelvin, I, I have to agree. Total agreement. I yeah. loved watching that so much. But I would also put Will Bailey up there just as a kind of an absolute surprise the, mm. the, from, from the group dance. Well, I didn't see much of him, but, you know, suddenly to pull that performance, like the actual performance out of the bag. So they're my sort of top two. And then down at the bottom, 
If it's got to be James Cracknell. Yeah. Also, who I'm interested in and who I'm not. Saffron Barker. I'm sorry, I was yawning. Yeah. Didn't that even was, remember her. It, and then was, when you reminded it was, me, it was like, oh. It was hard to remember it while it was going yes. on. You were sort of going, oh, this is still happening in the background somewhere. Yeah. Mm. But but we'll get a dance soon. So I that know. will be fine. Ooh. Yeah, I, th- I think on Saturday uh, we're going to see... I think it will be David James, and I think it's it's got to be James Cracknell. There's no way that he's going to... They, so that's two weeks of dance training from naught to two weeks. That's where James Cracknell is. In one more week, how much better can he be? And I don't know, we don't know yet the dances, but... I mm. hope for the sake of our bets, he mm-hmm. uses some of that Olympian spirit and becomes one of the great <laughs> dancers in the world. Because I am desperate to get my £30 for <laughs> David James going out. It's not going to happen, my friends, not going to happen. We will see. And we'll see on Saturday. Yeah. So we will be releasing the next episode uh, directly after that show. It comes out on Sunday yeah. morning. And then we'll be back late on Sunday to just talk about who has gone. Mm, <coughs> James Cracknell. It'll be me gloating. It'll be me <laughs> gloating and waving 50s in front of if you. If you think you're going to manage to get out of this studio without losing at least half of it, <laughs> let me tell you, you've got another thing coming. Uh, thanks very much, everyone. We appreciate you uh, listening. Uh, thank you uh, very much. Uh, and keep, etc., etc., etc. Bye. Bye. Great Big Owl. Hello, I'm John Holmes, and yes, the last thing you need is another podcast that takes apart a television show and hacks through it like a cough going through a pensioner. Except wait, because this is the The One Show show in which myself and my guests force ourselves to watch a week's worth of TV's The One Show and then analyse it all in far too much detail. It sounds like a terrible idea, and it is for us. But for you, it's entertainment gold that's all over a programme you yourself have no intention of ever watching. The The One Show show, every Tuesday and Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. 